Hello and welcome to the Attribution Marketing Podcast. Today's guest is Peter Shankman. Peter is a five-time best-selling author, entrepreneur, and world-renowned keynote speaker. Peter was the founder of Help a Reporter Out, commonly known as HARO, something we use very often, and Shank Minds Breakthrough Network, and the Faster Than Normal podcast, the internet's number one podcast on ADHD. Peter, welcome to the podcast. Good to be here, man. Thanks. I noticed in, in reading about you that you talk about neuroatypical economy, and I wanted to just hear from you. I mean, that sounds uh, like the like a big word. I wanted you to unpack that for us and, and tell us what that means. Yeah, so it's, it's based on the premise of neurodiversity, which is the concept that uh, within the next few years, uh, 10, 15 years, 30, 30, 25 to 35% of people in the world are going to have uh, different ways of thinking about things, different brains, ADD, ADHD, autism, spectrum, executive function disorder, all these things. And that's a very large amount, a very large amount. And you kind of need to be aware that uh, this very large amount of people are buying things from you, are purchasing, are your customers, are your audience, you know, and, and if you're not taking them into account, it becomes a uh, much harder world for you and your business to exist in. You know, it, what used to be considered a, um, a curse is now being looked at as a gift. You know, I, my ADHD is almost directly right. responsible for a lot of the things I've done in my life and, 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 and very successfully. And so the premise of, of understanding that and, and knowing that this audience now takes these things uh, uh, very much um, as, a, as a gift, right, uh, and, you know, and talks about it and is open about it, these are the types of things that, that you need to understand for your audience. So talk, talk to us about you know, the content marketing side of that. You have um, messaging and you're trying to reach a particular audience, you're obviously very, very big in content marketing. So how do you tailor some of that to that audience to make sure that it resonates and is working well? Well, one of the uh, definite ways is the premise of um, being smart, right? N knowing that your audience is not stupid and you need to treat them um, the best way you can, right? And understanding that your audience is... Uh, you know, doesn't have a lot of time, doesn't have a ton of, 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 of um, free time, doesn't have a lot of um, patience, right? We're in a world now where things are so quick and, and moving so fast uh, that you really need to be aware of that. So, you know, for instance, be brilliant at the basics. You know, the premise of... Um, I cannot tell you how easy it would be if people just learned to spell. One out of every two corporate homepages has a spelling or grammatical error on the homepage. How can I trust you to watch my kid, to feed my dog, to fix my car if you can't spell, right? So the premise of being able to do yeah. that, the simple act of being able to do that is so tremendously useful and so tremendously right. helpful, right? So sim simple things like that, be aware of who you are, of what you're doing, of how you are reaching out to your audience. You know, don't assume that your uh, audience is is stupid. Don't assume that they're willing to accept anything less than the best. So tell me a little bit about um, how you're able to sort of measure the effectiveness of that content marketing. You have your uh, 
targeting dialed in, you know who you're speaking to, you're pumping out podcasts, blogging, video, everything in between. How do you make sure that that stuff is working? How have you tracked that in your career to make sure that it is resonating and it is the right type of content for that audience? For me, it's really about uh, talking to my audience, talking to them, listening to them, understanding what they want, really asking them questions. You know, so many people don't do that. They don't bother asking the audience questions. They don't bother asking people how do they get their information, what do they want, what do they need. And you find that the more you do that, the, 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 the most incredible responses you get, right? But people don't bother to do that. They don't bother to sit there and say, okay, what does my audience want, right? You're, most companies and people, they talk to hear themselves speak. They don't actually talk for anyone to listen, right? Ask your audience what to do. Ask your audience how they like to get their information. They will give it to you. So that is almost a, a, a customer experience part. And that bumps into it, not just the words and the language that, that you're using, but uh, how many pages people need to interact with. You know, you talked a lot about speed um, and the access to information and things like that and, and really needing to be instant across the board. So walk us through how some of those uh, content marketing concepts and speaking to that audience also plays into, say, the customer experience of not just your website, but say your mobile application or those other customer touch points. One of the things that you need to understand, again, is how does a customer like to get their information? How do they like to, you know, there are probably six people in the United States who still use fax machines, right? If, if, if you, if one of your customers is one of those six, you better be faxing, right? You know, make it easy right. for your customer, not only to like you, but to give you their business. They want to give you their business. Companies make it so much harder right. to do that. It blows my mind how hard companies make it to give the business, uh, that, that you want to give the simple act of, again, asking the, the company, Hey, how do you like to get your information? How, or asking the customer, how do you like to get your information? Anything we can do better? You know, don't, don't send a form right. that you'll never read. Be, be a human being. I, I think you brought up something uh, interesting there, which is that customers want to buy from you. They want to like you. And I think that's a lot of marketers get confused by that, where it's almost like you're trying to put out messaging and ads to convince people to buy, to convince people to take an action. And we, we try to encourage people. And I, I think it's a good um, pivot mentally to think about um, that your customers are there for a reason. They've selected your company or your service or your product or whatever it is, because they're trying to solve a problem and they are ready to act with the credit card in hand. And you need to make it smooth and easy. So what, what are some of those ways that you can get your customers to like you uh, and, and really fall in love with the brand? I think that's an important part of what you're talking about. One of the key things to do is be transparent, right? You're going to screw up. Everyone does it. It happens. We screw up. Right. That's just what we do, right? As you screw up, understand that if you own that screw up and you get in front of that screw up, customers who get screwed by a, uh, by a corporation and then get the problem fixed tend to be... 2.4 times more likely not only to purchase, but to tell friends, right? That's pretty incredible. The premise that, you know, if you make a mistake and then fix it, you have 2.4 times more likely to, um, you have 2.5 times more likely to uh, retain that customer. I'm not saying go out and make mistakes intentionally, but, you know, you can, right. you can fix that problem and, and you can um, uh, get your customers to say you just simply need to uh, be aware of your audience, right? And when they do reach out to you and say, hey, this didn't work, you figure out a way to make it work. 
You don't have to go out of your way. You don't have to spend millions right. of dollars. You simply just need to do a little bit better. Yeah. So how do you do that? Like when you start out with either a new campaign, new product, new website, is, is that where you start is, is what does the customer needs? What are they Googling? Like walk us through maybe that first hour when you're conceptualizing how all these pieces are working together on maybe a new project, how you keep that customer in mind. What are some exercises that people can go through? A lot of it, a lot of what you could do again, starts with talking to the customer, right? Not enough people talk to their customer. You know, the simple thing of if you want to do something simple, the first time you give them a product, include a very tiny amount of another product for free. Something that, you know, that 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 uh, doesn't cost you a lot of money, doesn't doesn't uh, make you spend anything out of, you know, just something a little tiny, a little tiny. They'll like something new that they've never seen before that they could say, hey, wow, this is pretty awesome. This isn't something I expected. It's a nice little gift. I'll be back. Right. It's the simple act of just right. going above and beyond by less than one percent. That's all you need right. to do. Less than one percent better. Again, we expect to be treated like crap. We expect to have such a horrible experience. Yeah. Just a little bit yeah. better is, is all you really right. need. Yeah. One of the, one of the guys I follow is a, a big marketer, Seth Godin, and he talks uh, about being remarkable. And one of the examples that I always, that always resonated with me was sort of Cracker Jacks. You know, you don't buy Cracker Jacks because of the taste or, you know, the history you, you buy it because it has something completely orthogonal, something completely unexpected inside something surprising that makes you smile, brings you a little piece of joy. And when I talk to people about it, I say, you know, if you had a Cracker Jack box that was uh, same price, but you got 50% more, or you had a Cracker Jack box that was the same quantity, the price was like, you know, the same, let's say, but it came with a magic toy inside. You're going to want the toy because it's special and it's it creates a feeling and an emotion. And so I think that's what you're getting at. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's those little experiences above and beyond something extra. Is that what you're is that what you're getting at? The little tiniest things, the little tiniest things of just being a little bit better. You know, think about the last flight you took. It was so terrible, right, that you didn't expect anything good out of it. You know, you, you, if you, if you just took a flight that where you got there on time, you didn't crash into the side of a mountain, right? You didn't lose your bags, whatever. That's enough. You're considering like, wow, what a great right. flight that was because it's that bad. That's what we expect is so bad. Right. So a little wow. bit of, you know, I don't need you to be great. I don't even need you to be good. I just need you to be 1% better than what people expect. It's my favorite joke. Um, my favorite joke, these uh, two guys are, 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 in the, um, are in the woods, they're taking a trail run and they see a, um, a bear and they're like, oh my God, it's a bear. And the first one, you know, uh, uh, leans down and yeah. tightens the running shoes. Yeah, and the second one says, you can't outrun a bear, don't okay. be crazy. He says, no, 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 I just need to outrun you. What I hear you talking about and what I hear a lot of marketers talking about is this customer centric marketing and you know you're talking to people it's not a numbers game we're not doing spray and pray anymore but sort of simultaneous to that you have the browsers safari and chrome basically tightening the screws on cookie tracking and some of the other uh, privacy uh, technologies that allow marketers to customize that experience so Walk us through how you think that will play out because advertisers want to stay in front of these people and want to know who they are. And the consumers also want 
the right ads, the right messaging. They want to get to the finish line quickly, easily with not much friction. So cookies and tracking and privacy helps marketers and helps consumers, but it obviously opens the door for some of the aggressive advertising tactics that people are trying to to move away from. So how do you see that playing out maybe in the short term and then long term, the future of advertising and privacy and, and all that? I think one of the biggest problems is that people rely too much on technology and not enough on humans. So I'm not saying that that you get rid of all your technology and everything has to happen, uh, 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 you know, from a human perspective. But so many people, so many companies, okay, we'll make sure we track everything, but we can't track everything. So I guess we're just not going to be able to learn. What about literally calling a customer? And I get it. You have 20 million customers, it's a little harder than normal. But what about calling a customer? What, you know, when I was running Help Reporter out, we had about half a million people using the service every day. And every uh, month I'd send an email. Hey guys, what do you think about this? And I'd get about, I don't know, hundred, uh, 500 responses. Right. I'd spend all weekend answering every single person personally, right? That was not the end right. of my day. That was incredibly easy. It didn't take long. And I was able to get great responses and then implement the stuff that they asked about, right? And so I would implement the stuff that they wanted to see and i was a hero because i did exactly what they asked me to do right and that you know again it didn't take right. much it wasn't that hard yeah i i mean we see a lot of businesses and and you can really tell those who who sort of get it online versus those who don't are the brands that um are communicating are participating it's a two-way conversation between uh, the brand and the the customer. Do you like the products, the service, the experience? How can we help you? Versus these sort of one way uh, uh, communicators who just push the offers, push the sales, uh, push the the heavy advertising, but there really is no relationship. You're really just churning through a transaction, and those customers don't have any loyalty or trust, and they're going to to chase down uh, the next offer with a, a slightly better price. Uh, with maybe slightly more in-your-face advertising. So how do you see that playing out? I feel like there's going to be some winners and some losers as consumers smarten up to this and start to gravitate towards those brands that uh, really are listening. Again, the brands that really are listening are going to be the ones that win. You know, And I don't need right. you to be awesome. I need you to be slightly better than everyone else. And it's it's so easy. That's that's the part that kills me. It is so easy. I just need you to listen. And I just right. need you to think about how would I like to be treated if I were the customer? And again, this is stuff that you'd think would come from like the 50s, you know, but for whatever right. reason, it's very, very valid and people still don't do it. You know, on one hand, you have all these uh, ad formats and technology from Google and Facebook of all the crazy things you could do. And you know, what you're saying is simply pick up the phone, send an email, have a human to human interaction. You're going to learn and a look, lot more. The fact of the matter is, is that if you do that, they the customers will be much more inclined to use the automated systems that you're giving them. That feedback informs all those touch points so that the people that don't talk to you and won't answer your email, but still care, will have a better experience. Because you listen to the people. 100%. Who, I think that's a, a really awesome lesson. I, I appreciate you spending the time. What uh, is on your 
uh, journey. What's next for Peter? How can our listeners follow you on that journey and tell us how we can connect with you online? Well, you know, I went from 250,000 miles a year in the air to absolute zero in, in a span of six seconds. And that was kind of brutal. I won't lie. But, you know, I am having uh, a lot of fun uh, moving to virtual. I'm doing a lot of virtual stuff with with my, um, my, my clients and new clients. I'm doing a lot of work with new clients. Um, some of the interesting things um, that I'm, I'm focusing on, I Faster Than Normal, which is a podcast that focuses on neurodiversity, focuses on ADHD. We interview, had over 250 uh, interviews so far with everyone from Seth Godin to Keith Crouch from DocuSign to Dave Needleman and JetBlue, uh, uh, Tony Robbins, uh, the band Shinedown. Tremendous interviews with people all over the world who have ADHD, who are neurodiverse, who use that to their advantage. And we've had great success with that. Um, I run a mastermind group for entrepreneurs called Shank Minds, which you can find at shankminds.com. And uh, I've written a whole bunch of books, and I'm, I'm writing some more. So having a lot of fun. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting to spend a lot more time with my seven-year-old daughter, which is pretty awesome since I'm not on the road. So I'm a single dad, so she and I are just having a blast together. If you guys are looking to connect with Peter, please go find him on the Faster Than Normal podcast. You can find it everywhere. Uh, podcasts are syndicated and make sure to check out his mastermind group shank minds if you have any questions on this content or would like a copy of the transcript please click the link below and you can find peter's links down in the description as well if you're watching this on youtube again thanks for hanging out with us on the attribution marketing podcast and we'll talk to you soon mm -hmm.